Hello, sacred sacred beings. beings. Welcome to Sacred Sister Podcast. Join us as we normalize the magic and sacralize the mundane. Expanding consciousness and deepening awareness to support you in leading a life full of healing, meaning, and magic. I'm your host, Britt Lynn, energetic cartographer and personal transformation coach. I'm your host, Tana Lina, a certified astrologer, rebirth coach, and sorceress. If you're brand new here, welcome, beloved. We are so grateful, so happy to have you here. If you're a seasoned sacred being, welcome back. Thank you so much for your support, for your listenership, and we look forward to seeing you in the show. Let's dive in. Hello, sacred beings, and welcome to another episode of Sacred Sister Podcast. We are so excited to bring to you this episode today. We're going to be diving deep into the importance of knowing and sharing your story with story developing and sharing master Carolyn Abelward. Caroline, sorry, Caroline, Caroline. (laughs) So Caroline is the creator of Get a Helmet podcast. Congratulations. We know that you just celebrated five years on your podcast and Caroline really empowers women to elevate their mission through heart-centered video and podcasts. Welcome to Sacred Sister Podcast, Caroline. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. It feels so juicy already. (laughs) <laughs> you know, your work has stood out for me for a couple years now, and I've just been witnessing and loving you so much from afar, like witnessing the productions that you create and especially from the brand docs that you help brands create and share their story of their brand. I'm just so excited to dive into so many aspects of what it is that you do and why it is that you do it. So thank you so much for showing up with so much courage to the mission that you feel that you're here to serve. Mm, Thank you. Receiving that so deeply. It feels so lovely to hear and I'm excited to dive into it all. (laughs) So beautiful. And I'm so happy to meet you here and Britt has been telling me about you. So it's so fun to be diving into this episode. And before we're going to be really talking about storytelling and that magic around creating the highest vision of your brand, I invite you to... Share a little bit about your medicine with our audience so that we can ground ourselves down and get ready to dive deep. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think we all need it, right? (laughs) So for everybody who's listening or perhaps watching, just go ahead and find a comfortable seat. Let your eyes softly close if it feels accessible or just leave them cracked open and take a big breath in through your nose. And open your mouth and just let the breath fall out. Ah. Do that two more times together. Inhale. Exhale, creating space in your body, in your nervous system, in your heart. Breath in. Breath out. And just allow your 
physical body, your being to sit or stand a little taller, let your crown reach towards the sky. And at the same time, feel your root, the base of your spine, maybe where it meets the chair that you're sitting on, or just bringing some breath and awareness to this area of your body. And take a big breath into exactly who you are and exactly where you are as you listen to this. Knowing that it is more than enough and that you are right on time. And starting to connect to your sacred mission on this planet. Maybe it has something to do with why you pressed play on this episode. Your calling in the world, the work that you do, the things you've created, the impact that you were chosen to have in this life. And take a breath into that. Welcoming in a sense of celebration and really honoring whatever comes up there. There might be some edginess, some nervousness, vulnerability, just allowing it to be there. And just calling forward any beings who are here for only the highest good, your higher self, ascended masters, angels, guides, to be here with you, to breathe with you in uncovering your most truthful, authentic version of your brand and your mission. So keep breathing into your body. Noticing if there's any tightness in any areas of your body. Just sending breath and attention there. Softening. Arriving. And asking to be guided to the next step in your brand, in your work. What am I not seeing? What direction should I take to step further into my power and my authenticity? What story should I share? And take a big breath and let it go. And just taking the next few seconds to allow yourself to envision right at your third eye center, that space between your eyebrows. If you could go as big as were possible in this universe with your brand, with your work, with how you impact people. What would that look like? How would you show up 
how would you speak and hold yourself? What would you be doing? What would you be creating? Take a big breath into that. Let it go. Beautiful. And just honoring whatever came to the surface, right? Anything that bubbled up, knowing you can always, always come back to these questions. Just landing back in your body, back in this moment, trusting that whatever came forward is here for a reason. If you can see it, if you can feel it, it's here for you. One more big breath in and send your breath out to the universe. Just bring your attention back to where your body meets the earth. Maybe that's below your feet. Maybe that's on a chair. And whenever you feel ready, no rush at all, just blink your eyes open and come back to this moment. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. And anybody listening, like if anything came up, any visions, if you want to pause the episode and just journal that out, like take the questions that were coming through and really sit with them for a moment. If it feels charged, write that down. It's very sacred information. (laughs) Thank you for that prompt. Honestly, I feel that integration moment after having an inward experience just amplifies the information that came forward and the the richness it lets you actually witness and feel into the depth like tenfold. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm so glad just getting quiet, right? Like listening to what actually wants to come through. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was so beautiful. I feel like it's, it's not even for, it's not even necessarily for the entrepreneurs and the people that already have brands and businesses that are well-established. I feel like so many of the people that we attract to Sacred Sister Podcast are even the people that either A, witness and get curious about what that life, what that timeline might look like, or people that are actually hopefuls themselves who may be, you know, deep in the trenches of being embedded into the matrix in a job that doesn't serve them. And they're just starting to answer the inklings of their own call. Like, wow, maybe there's a position or something that I could create that is feeling even more aligned, that I feel more deeply led, more deeply guided, more deeply of service to people that I actually want to be connecting with. So I feel like that was the perfect guided meditation for us to even feel into even just a future imagination timeline that we have maybe never felt into for ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm so glad you said that because it's like, you can take that practice and replace the word brand with just mission, with your work, with what you're here to do. So like you said, creating a new position in the job and the company that you work for, um, whatever it is, it can apply to so many areas of your life. It's just like, what do you actually want? You know, it's, and it's it's almost like, the brand is our personality. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So we're we're branding ourselves in the way that we show up in the world and the way that we style ourselves, the way that we go about our goals, the way we manifest, the way we create, whatever it is, it's part of our own personality, our brand. In astrology, it's actually all the first house, mm. personality, branding, like showing up to the world, showing ourselves. and. I love that your Chiron is conjunct your rising sign. Mm. And I want to touch on that for a moment because that is, and your rising sign is in Cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, and your sun is in Libra and your moon is in Leo, just so we have the full <laughs> beautiful trinity of yours. <laughs> uh, so with the... Chiron right there on the rising sign I'm so curious to how have you what is your past in regards to showing up to the world in regards to your sacred mission Mm. and in regards to being confident to share what it is that is on your heart and how you can serve others from that place the way that you do now as helping them tell their unique story and help them develop their brand. How did it all start for you? Mm, Yeah. Well, gosh, just thinking back to being a little girl, I was always creating some sort of story. I was choreographing, you know, dances with my sister. I was always dancing or I always had a camera in my hand and movement and the body and somatic work and filmmaking are just like my whole So, you know, then I studied film in college. I got a job at a production company and I was, you know, in these jobs where I was like, all right, cool. This is my career path. This is what I'm going to do. Right. You just go get a job. Okay. So I went and got these jobs and I was like, this is great. And I'm so grateful for this community and this experience, but this ain't it. You know, like I was like, I'm seeing myself as I want to be a producer and I'm seeing the producers that work for this company And I'm seeing them overworked and I'm seeing them create commercials for products that actually just disembody us, that actually pull us farther away from who we are. I don't want to sell that shit. I want to sell something that changes the world. You know, I want to sell and help other people sell what they're creating for the the betterment of the world, you know? So I realized I actually don't want that. So what do I want? I want to tell stories that give people permission to be more of who they are. I want to tell stories that encourage more authenticity and connection in the world. And so, yeah, I started pulling away from the corporate world. I was my Saturn return right at that time. And I was just like, I'm going to study to be a yoga teacher. And it's so funny. We're having this conversation because I did just celebrate five years of the get a helmet podcast, which was the beginning of it all. I was like, I don't know what the heck this is going to be or what I'm, if I even know if there's a like full idea of what I'm going to discuss on this podcast, but I got to start it, like just start the podcast. And now I help women produce their podcasts through Get a Helmet Studio and then through my podcast course. But I realized that podcast taught me everything. It taught me how to to interview people. It taught me how to distill the story out in a way that really allows for your power to come through. And one thing led to another. I, I 
started freelancing as a producer, which felt like, you know, oh, this is the freedom that I've been craving. This is what I get a little bit more creative liberties here and I can direct a little more and I can edit a little more because breaking into the world of directing as a woman is pretty hard. So that was a stepping stone, but I was like, there's still more here. The freelancing world feels really good, but there's still more. Universe was like, keep going, keep going. So I was writing for a digital magazine in New York that I was basically tasked with interviewing artists about what they do and why they do it. And I was like obsessed with this task, like finding people, painters, photographers, shoemakers, filmmakers, and getting to speak to them about their work. And I would find myself recording the conversation and rather than just sitting there and writing it down because I wanted to be present for it. And then I, this was before podcasting had really like taken off. And then I was like, I have a podcast that's unfolding here. And I envisioned it as this documentary series. I was like having these little documentaries about all these different artists and what they do and why they do it, which have now become brand documentaries for my company and showcasing the incredible work that people are doing and creating from nothing and the impact that they're having and how absolutely wild that is. Like, it's so wild, right? Like entrepreneurship is like a little cray cray. Like you got to be a little cray cray to like opt into entrepreneurship, you know? So being able to show that, like I had this dream and I followed it and I had this vision and I followed it. Let's tell a story about that. Let's showcase that in a really high level way visually and really distinguish your brand. And so that's just like, it's snowballed so much of you know, being this storyteller and through other people's stories, people see parts of themselves in those stories and they think, oh, wow, maybe I can do this too. It, it kind of brings another part of you online that might've been laying dormant. Mm-hmm. <sighs> wow. So, so power filled. <laughs> yes. I want to honor you so much, Caroline, for stepping out of the matrix in that way instead Mm -hmm. it would be so much easier in a sense to just complain about the world and ah there's not enough stuff for producers female producers are underpaid it's overworking and I don't want to do the commercials but I have to and that's just what it is you know, we're being told uh-huh. that from the past, like, yeah, you just got to play the role and just got to do it. That's just what it is. And instead you're like, all right, what do I want? Okay. It's not here. So let me just create it. Totally. Yeah. I mean, gosh, I've, I feel so grateful to have always felt that way. Even going to college, like the first college I went to, I was like, listen, if I'm going to be going to college and going to class again, I want to be spending money on something that I actually want to learn about. I'm not just going through the motions of this anymore when it's quote unquote, no longer required. Right. I've always had that kind of innovative entrepreneurial blood pulsing through my veins. Both of my parents are entrepreneurs and I've watched them create something from nothing, you know, and I I am, I'm so deeply grateful for that because it felt easy to me to be like, this can't be it. This is my life in this body. And I have always felt that I was here to serve and to inspire people in a big way. So it's not happening through this path. So what's the next path, right? There's gotta be more. It's like this or something better, this or something better. Totally. I feel like that speaks beautifully to your Mars and Aries in the 10th house too. It's like 
You don't need to wait for a fucking permission slip. You're just like, boom, I know what my passion is. I know that it's out there. I'm zero or a hundred. I'm going to turn it all the way up. Let's fucking go. I'm going to figure it out. As I, go. <laughs> I love that so much. I, I never knew that. That's awesome. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I was just like, Ooh, what's first house placements? Nothing there. Where's Mars? Where's Aries? Oh yeah. Mars is in Aries in the 10th house. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. 10th house of career, of occupation, of how you go about attaining your goals and how you want to be, well, how you want to be seen by the public. But this is why I just love astrology so much because there's just such a vast field of labels that we can look at every single house, every single Zodiac, every archetype, every story of the archetype. And then they kind of just like step forward, like these little soldiers that help you kind of like witness your story from a different perspective. Exactly. And speaking of when you were telling your story, I was just like, Oh, (laughs) you have this really beautiful, more rare aspect to your chart, the God's finger. And Mm -hmm. literally as you were telling the story of like where it is that you come from and what the inspiration was behind your business and like what you wanted to help people step into and witness of themselves, what you started witnessing of your own self. I feel like just so beautifully depicts this God's finger and the placements that are leading up to it and just shows how deeply embodied you are in your life mission in your soul mm-hmm. path and like how you're just showing the fuck up to exactly what it is that your spirit was called here to do. Mm. I'd love to just like relay a little bit of what this is. So when you have the God's finger, right, you have the two axis points that are at the bottom. And then those are when they're activated, they're leading up to this like ultimate grand figure the it's like the the cross the crossbow where it is that you're aiming toward what it is that you really want to to direct your energy toward and and really amplify yourself in so you have jupiter retrograde in the 12th house in gemini so when you were talking about just like really knowing what it is that your story is and it the way that I heard it was just like allowing yourself to be expanded in what it is that your story has held. Mm. That's what that Jupiter retrograde placement in the 12th house in Gemini says to me. (laughs) Wow. That's beautiful. Thank you. Totally. That figure combined with whenever you said, um, like giving people permission to just be more of who they are and let that shine Mm -hmm. outward hello moon in Leo in the second house being so grounded into your values into like who it is that you are at your base core and especially in realms of artistry right second Mm -hmm. house ruled by Taurus so this moon placement in Leo moon internal coming outward Leo allowing yourself to be the star performer the shine the main leading role in your life yes these two being activated going right into this Neptune in Capricorn in the seventh house. What that says to me is like, it's like activating the spirit, activating the spiritual, the feminine, the embodied nature of yourself. And in the seventh house ruled by Libra, it's like the way that I see it is like connecting to the 
the person in your brand that you created the brand for, like connecting a really intimate, sacred relationship with that person who's feeling called to your brand. Mm, (laughs) Yeah. I love this. This is amazing. And it's so wild because I just had this like intuitive Reiki session. It was like a psychic reading couple, like a week ago, it blew my mind. And it's like, she told me, you know, your aunt, your work is deeply aligned, but there's something for you that you're being called to by my ancestors to speak more about my story and not just serving people and sharing theirs. Mm -hmm. So interesting, you know, um, interesting to hear all of these things and let them all integrate, but yeah, story is the freaking jam. (laughs) Yes. I love that so much. And thank you for mentioning all of that, Brett. And then I just want to add additionally to all of that. And this is the fun part about astrology because you can like look at it so much deeper too. It's like Neptune stands for film and literally movies. And then, uh, which is the focal point of your God's finger. And then your moon also wow. stands for how you grew up, like your family. And in the second house, entrepreneurs, Leo yeah. creating their own business. And it's just so beautiful. It's like, this is where we can like learn about our own story by looking at the charts, mm. by looking at our astrology chart. We can literally, it's like, these are the different characters in our own movie of life. Yes. And we can tune into that and see, oh, okay, how does that all show up in my life? And and what is really special about myself that other people Mm. may not have? Because a lot of times when we do something, I know for myself, when I have like a something that is like my gift or a talent. And I'm thinking like, oh yeah, everybody has that. Like, that's kind of like a normal thing. Mm. It's nothing worthwhile to share or talk about. Mm -hmm. And then uh, you start, for me, it was like, I started looking at my chart. I started to like really talk with other people and I realized, wait, (laughs) it's actually quite special. And (laughs) not everybody thinks that way. And not everybody sees the world that way. And and that's that's so powerful right so i want to i want to ask you how do you help your clients to like really dissect what is their story of life mm. oh the best question ever so <laughs> I have my core sessions which is like my signature process it's a 2 hour storytelling intensive and we drop into the high vision of your brand your life experience, who you are as a human person. And we do a little opening ceremony around it. And the juiciest part of it is about an hour long conversation where I walk them through, you know, pulling these pieces of their story out. So it's, it's an organic conversation. And before we go into the conversation, I make sure that their throat chakra is feeling a little safe, that space is there for them to channel, right? And really trust what comes forward versus like judging everything that comes out. And I shouldn't even share this because it doesn't make sense, but actually just trusting what wants Mm -hmm. to come out and hearing the power of your own voice. And as you're speaking back to me, I am getting all kinds of ideas for content for you. So I'm seeing, I'm seeing your brand documentary because this is actually the first step in creating brand documentaries. That's how this offer came to be. My coach was like, this is an offer in itself. And I'm like, Thank you for your support. You're so right. <laughs> so this this kind of anchoring and aligning into 
what's your story? Who are you? What do you, why are you doing the work that you're doing? What gets you out of bed every day? You know, what lights you up and really needing to know that before we just show up on set and turn a camera on. That's what I experienced in my life in the film industry and advertising was just like, here's the script, like which camera you want to use? Like when's lunch? And I'm like, wait a second. This is like someone sharing the story of their company, like this brand video we're making, like they're nervous. Should I go have them breathe into their belly for five minutes? Like noticing that there was a complete detach detachment from the actual story we were telling and how we needed to bring presence and the spiritual and like embodiment to storytelling. And so, you know, inside of the core, which is that two hour storytelling intensive, you know, as you're speaking and we're speaking together, I'm writing down every single story that you're mentioning to me, every moment, everything that could become, you know, content for you. Um, And so then after we wrap up the conversation, we'll review all of those stories and we'll plug them into a content calendar just so that like you showing up online feels more easeful and empowering for you. (laughs) You little mastermind. (laughs) I'm just sitting here listening like, oh, you know, Caroline, I want to speak into something that you just mentioned because it's exactly the reason why I was like, oh my gosh, we have to have her on Sacred Sister Podcast if we're able. Because when you said sitting down with your clients and assessing, helping them feel safe whenever they're thinking, oh, what, why is this relevant? what I'm not even going to tell that. And like, it's kind of this nervous energy. It's like, this is exactly why I wanted to bring you onto the podcast. And Hannah, you just spoke to it a minute ago as well. How often do we discredit or put outside of the box of relevancy, various aspects of our story that have been deeply impactful inside of our lives that have helped Mm -hmm. to curate and form like who it is that we've become. But we think that because it's only happened to us, or we've been the only people to have that experience, we're like, oh, no one's going to get it. Or, oh, probably no one else has had this experience. And it's like the more that we, I'm so deep into the realm of storytelling and sharing my own life. I've been doing it regularly since 2015 across various platforms. And it's like what I've learned, if anything, through this experience is the more the more vulnerable, the more unashamed, even sharing the shame is super relevant too for dumb people. And I feel like, especially as conscious women awakening so many feminine aspects inside of ourselves right now as well, it's incredibly relevant. It's like the more real and raw and naked you can get, the more you open this portal to true authentic connection. Absolutely. There's nowhere to hide. There's nothing to be ashamed of. And it's like, we can come into and sit in this communion, this circle of, oh, just like witnessing each other's light and and especially the shadow, Mm, especially the shame, especially the embarrassment. It's like, what are our stories but these like the deepest connection points, I feel like, especially now that we're ending 2022, it's like, we know what marketing has given us and yeah. we know what media shares with us. We yeah. know how, yeah, how we're like, everything, everything exists in the realm of perception. So can we 
can we deviate from these lines that say, here's what I want you to believe. How do I spin the story in order to cast this spell over you so that you fall into where it is that I want you to fall into? Yeah. We really gain awareness over that and say like, wow, I'm actually going to, going to choose to consciously surround myself with people that have a genuine interest in genuinity, (laughs) authenticity in my own life. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad that you, you drew that connection because I think that people often doubt the power of their own voice, the power of their own story. They don't feel that their story has any power, but your just lived experience brought you to this moment. It brought you right here. There's so much there, right? And we are all, I truly believe this, regardless of what work you do in the world, we are all creative visionaries. There is like creativity pulsing through our bodies. Like I say this to my grandpa all the time. He's like, I'm not creative. Like you're just so creative. And I'm like, grandpa, you are the most creative person I have ever met because you are just constantly singing in the kitchen. And if we're going on a drive, he'll like look out the window and be like, the ocean is so beautiful. It really makes me feel at peace. And I'm like, you're creative. Like, do not even try to play me with this right now. Like you're speaking in poetry. So thank you. I lived with him for like three years and I made a documentary about him because I was just like, this is, this is too much, but we are all creative visionaries. I truly believe that our, it's up to us if we want to allow that to come forward. And we can do that when we quiet the noise of the world and social media go into this container and hear the power of our own voice and story and soul. And how can we contribute to the world with that? Because everyone can, everyone can. Mm -hmm. I love that so much. Even going back to astrology, when you look at the sun, the sun is literally, this is our channel. This is how we shine our light in this world. This is how, uh, this is our creative life force that is flowing through us. Mm-hmm. And it's the center of our solar systems. It's the hero of our story. So really tuning into that. And I love how your son is in Libra in the house of cancer. And Libra is like the spark of new conversations. Let's get, mm-hmm. find a new way of how we can talk about this topic, of how we can share about these people, of how we can really tell these stories. And I love how you're saying to not just keep it surface level, but to go deep and to really find the pieces that have been so transformative in our lives that brought us to this very moment. Yes. And everyone has that. And this is so beautiful about this. When we take leadership over our lives and we see ourselves as a creative. And I love the story about your grandpa because Mm -hmm. everyone has a different creative life force. And we have this perception in the past, in in the matrix that we grew up in, a lot of us, that creativity is a certain way. It looks a certain way. You, right. You're a painter or you're an actor or, you know, whatever it is. But it's like, no, creativity comes in so many different forms. And yeah. it's not necessarily that we have to get paid through our creativity. That's totally. that's a whole never, never thing because some people are, that's their life mission is to get paid through their creativity for their creative life force. And others, we're just we're just creating because that's what we're doing here in this life. We're yes, creating. we're gods. You know, we're creating our own life story. 
Yes. Yes. And as you're speaking, it's just like really coming through that like creativity is, is authentic expression. That's all, that's what it is. So whether it's the way you speak, it's the way you hold space for someone you love. It's the way you hug tight. It's, you know, cause when I was going to art school to study film, I was like, so intimidated. I'm not, I don't paint. I can't draw. I, my handwriting is not even good. You know, I'm like, I'm not an art. I'm not an artist quote unquote. Right. And then as soon as I sat in my film classes and feel stories, like literally coming through my pores, I was like, oh, this is my art. This is art. So you're, everybody's art is different. And it's, you know, it's, it's a matter of discovering that it's a matter of allowing it and honoring it, giving it space to come through and, and, and really stepping into your sovereignty of like, this is my art. Come on in. Oh my gosh. I even just started tearing up a little bit. Mm-hmm. I love how you spoke that and just breathing even more life into it. It's finding your medium, right? I love that you just spoke on that because so many of us mm-hmm. do have these perceptions about what creativity is and what folders you've got to fall into in order to be considered creative and especially receiving external validation as being a creative force totally. is like the number one for most people, which is where we get ourselves started off on the wrong foot already. But even breathing deeply into what Hannah was just talking about within astrology as one of the self-knowledge systems that we're able to turn to, to witness our own artistry and how expression wants to live through us coming into the chakra system Mm. is the other, is another realm of self-knowledge that we're able to really excavate. This is what I do within the realm of energetic cartography. We come into the sacral chakra. All of us have these seven main energy centers living, thriving, breathing inside of our ourselves if we allow them. And so many of us have these energetics inside of ourselves that are blocked, that are imbalanced, that are holding on to old stories, that are feeling wounded, that are feeling rejected. And it's our responsibility to go into and learn about everything that lives in that feminine nature, everything that lives as that flowing dancing goddess that's distinctly, sublimely, immaculately tuned into what that medium is inside of ourselves that wants to share, that wants to tell the story. Is it through art? Is it through penmanship? Is it through handwriting? Mm -hmm. Is it through illustration? Is it Who's decided that 2023 is your year to turn your vibrancy all the way up? No more playing small. You're getting into full body energetic alignment and fully committing to the soul mission that only you are here to awaken to, activate, and offer in a way that only you can. Who also would benefit from receiving some guidance to endeavor in this process? To those hearing a resounding yes inside of your system right now, I invite you to join me in lush, tropical Kona, Hawaii for five days and four nights to map and transform your inner self landscape. From February 2nd through 6th, the Hello Self Transformation Retreat doors are opening and the most life-changing self-discovery retreat of a lifetime is going to ensue. I'm finally cracking the doors into my world of energetic cartography and teaching you the frameworks and methods that have helped me radically transform my life and guide you in the process of doing the same. 
The Hello Self Transformation Retreat is all-inclusive and offers inner self-mapping workshop immersions in each of the seven energetic portals, the chakras, your chakras. <laughs> Not only will you learn the foundation of what the chakra system is, but you'll be guided to discover what your unique relationship is like with each center of consciousness, and then you'll be guided into transformative experiences inside of them. And side note, I want to say this, we have already had enrollments from people who know next to nothing about the chakra system. If you thirst for transformation at an energetic level, this is for you. So if you'd like to join me and my epically supportive Hello Self Transformation Retreat team, find more details and the registration link by visiting my Instagram at Britlin Rising and clicking the link in my bio. We're doing big things in 2023, <laughs> and I would love to guide you, witness you, and hold you in this process of your own unfoldment and self-becoming. Aloha. I'd love to see you there. Through spoken word, is it through song? Is it through story sharing, storytelling, producing? It's like there are so many it, limitless, limitless ways to create. And to Absolutely. know these centers is like, <laughs> this is what my life's work and life's devotion is too, because everybody is so different. And then not only knowing what that is inside of you within the sacral, but then throat allowing it to come out in the yes. way that it wants to. Yes. Oh my gosh. That so beautiful. Yes. Uh -huh. All that sacral creative energy, the, the literal energy of creation. Yeah. I mean, cool. Thank you. Like, let's plug into that and really listening to that. And it's like anything that we want to do in the world takes a little practice and patience, right? Your creativity deserves patience because if you're starting something new, you're opening up something new, whether it's, you know, going to the gym consistently or learning some choreography, or for me right now, I'm really working on connecting to my ancestors. And I'm like, I'm not quite sure how to quote unquote do that. Right. Right. All I need to do is open the line of communication and start to strengthen the muscle, the familiarity of connecting to them. It's the same with your creativity. It's the same with anything. Be patient with that one step at a time. Like how can you show up and just say, what is it today? What is it today? To find your medium, right? Like one of my best friends, the way she organizes a uh, vacation, like traveling plans, she is a organization which like the freaking spreadsheets. And then my other friend, the way she packs the suitcase is a literal work of art. Like I'm <laughs> like, Whoa, like this is, I have no, I do not have this ability whatsoever. It's just like, how do how will you allow your art to pour into the world? And I love so much how you have this eye for art in all the different areas in your life and all your <laughs> sisters and your family and the, your community. And I can feel that Libra sun in you, like really seeing art and beauty everywhere you go. So and real. <laughs> <laughs> it's so beautiful. Um, and it's such a talent. It's such a gift. Mm. And you're using that gift and you're using that channel in this lifetime. And even like when you say like connecting with your ancestors, right? This is like when we opening up our channel and this goes even beyond our human self. Yeah. It was something that has really helped me opening up the creativity channel so much is when I started to place it even outside of my human self and Love be like, that. I'm just going to open up the channel 
and connect with my team, connect with my spirit team, which is different depending on where I'm at. And at first I didn't really know their names or like who they were. I just kind of like started to like getting downloads. I'm like, Ooh, where's that coming from? Ooh, that's cool. You know? And, and that's when I really started to create the pieces that I'm creating now in astrology and astral travel and, you know, the source codes that is part of my mission here in life. And I'm like downloading them and it's even beyond, okay, I need to create, you know, so sometimes, and this might feel like where it's sometimes daunting for, for others, because I feel it too. When we sit in front of the laptop or we're like in front of a blank canvas and we're like, I'm going to create now. Yes. It's hard. Yes. We're stuck in the mind. We're stuck in that human self. And we're like, okay, uh, I need to push myself to create something. Yeah. But that's not actually it, right? It's like leaning back and just as you were guiding us in the meditation in the beginning, is that, okay, I am enough right now. I'm exactly where I'm meant to be right now because that helps us to really tune into the moment, really deepen our presence. Yes. And then when we deepen our presence, we can like really relax to open up our vessel. And that's when inspiration is coming in, right? Spirit coming in, inspiration. Yes. Wow. Absolutely. It's, and it's so relevant to this time of year. I know like this will be coming out in the new year, which will, it'll still be relevant because there's a sense of urgency at the end of the year. And there's a sense of urgency at the beginning of the year. Like what are my resolutions and what am I going to do to make myself quote unquote better? It's like being present with, with exactly where you are and what you need so that Number one, you can be rested, but then this creativity, this inspiration can actually come through. Otherwise it's just completely, you know, there's a blanket over your eyes of it and you can't feel it. And then you get disheartened and then you're putting things out into the world that aren't authentic to you. They, they are putting things out into the world that feel rushed and are coming from a a story of like lack and scarcity versus like power and really feeling good about it. So yeah, pausing and letting it come to you. I love that, that like just leaning back, leaning back. And I have another question for you. I'm so curious because what I'm noticing within myself, within my clients, a lot of the things that we're here to do, our sole mission is something that we love doing when we were at a child. Yes. And you were sharing about that as well in your life. So I'm wondering, is that something that you also notice in your clients? Like when they share about their entrepreneurial business, about their brand or like their, their creative self-expression, it just came naturally already when they were children. Mm, yes. Do you notice that? Absolutely. Absolutely. And something that really fun that we've played with is sourcing home video footage for your brand documentaries. So having, you know, a little inner child healing moment come through, cause that's what we're doing. That's what this is, right? Like if you, if your young self could see the brand documentary for what you've created in this world, how fucking healing is that? So, I mean, just, yes, of course, you know, what we, usually so with, depending on the person, it takes some time to kind of get underneath all the layers of kind of programming and conditioning and well, I got to make money. And like, well, that's going to be weird. People are going to think that's weird. And I'm like, 
what if we just pushed all of that to the side and we get down to like the core, the seed that actually feels like it's just on fire in your body. If you take all that other stuff away, that's where it is. That's it. And it's usually what you were doing as a child in some way, shape, or form because you didn't care what people thought of you yet. God bless those times. <laughs> yes. And then it's so fun when you look back into the sun literally is our child self as well. And when you look into the sun in the tarot deck, I was just thinking that. Yes. On a horse. Yes. <laughs> I, that popped, that image popped right into my mind as soon as you mentioned that. It's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just in, in awe of this conversation. It's so fascinating the way that as seasons go on, we're about to enter our, well, we just entered our seventh season by the time that we, this comes out, but it's like the, the richness and the depth and the the magnitude of impact I feel inside mm. of the conversations, you know, you mentioned just really being able to, to help to empower your clients to do this as well. And I feel like it's exactly what I'm speaking into right now, but just like learning how to distill conversations mm. and really allowing, um, being an interviewer to, to hone your own um, inquiry skills, interviewing skills. What do you think are some of maybe like the top questions Mm -hmm. or even like top one, two, three tips or yeah, questions that can just help you really get to a golden thread, get Mm -hmm. to a core, get to a truth, like Mm -hmm. that maybe has been masked Yes. I love this question so much. We just dug into this pretty deep and spoken, my podcast course, as people are kind of fine tuning this interviewing, right? Like, I don't know what to ask or what to say, right? My number one piece of advice is to listen and watch. Let there be silence. Let your people feel, you know, that they want to answer the question. Give them a moment before you respond and say anything else because your own kind of insecurity is going to want to answer the question and then follow up with some qualifiers. Like, what did you do as a child? You know, like the things that, you know, da, 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 da. it's like, what did you do as a child? Breathe, let them answer, watch their body, notice what words they're saying when they kind of light up or what words they're saying if they look over here, feel into that. Their body is speaking to you and let them finish entirely. Like even when they're done, give it an extra beat. It'll feel like an eternity, right? You're going to be like, this is so awkward, but breathe, let them speak to you. Cause there's usually something else that they're kind of like, well, you know, when I say that it kind of makes, reminds me that I did actually do a lot of gymnastics as a kid, you know, or like something else will come through and like. That's the, that's the juice. That's the real juice. So that's my number one, listen and watch, like pause, go slow, go slow, be present with it. And then of course, in addition to that, like support yourself, do your research, show up to a conversation. I like to show up with a list of bullet points of things that feel like they go in a nice kind of chronological flow. But always when I'm doing an interview, I've got a pen and paper, or I've got a Google doc open where I can write down, oh, she just said this. 
this is a beautiful thread. I want to go there. And I see both of you doing the same thing. It's like, you don't have to stick to a script. Definitely don't do that. Right. But you want to keep your eye on the clock and you want to be aware of the space and, and leaving enough room for flow in, in your conversation. So those are my two, my two biggest things. I mean, I I would, last thing I would say is prepare your energy and your body for the conversation. So before you turn your microphone on or go live on Instagram or whatever it is, breathe and dance to your favorite song, like clear any of the yuckiness that's there. That's telling you like, this is kind of weird or nobody's going to get it. Or, oh my gosh, I don't like my outfit. Remember who the fuck you are, right? Like if that's, if you're feeling nervous about expressing your voice, maybe a little throat chakra balancing meditation or music or something to support you, but be conscious about your conversation, show up feeling energetically prepared for that. Hi, this is your host, Hannah, and I'm just jumping in here real quick, and I want to ask you a question. So you've probably heard a lot about masculine and feminine energies, right? But do you know what it means to truly be in your masculine and to be in your feminine? And how does taking leadership over your energies serve yourself, your relationships, and your business? If you're interested in diving deeper into this, join my free mastermind, Energy Sovereignty. This is a deep dive into masculine and feminine energetics based on the binary code of life. And this mastermind is mind-blowing and heart-opening. So many codes that I've downloaded in there I've never shared anywhere else. And it will leave you with deeper revelations and understandings of your life. This mastermind is packed with value and transformation, and this will be a paid offer in the future. But for now, it is still free. So make sure you sign up by going to the link in my Instagram at Hannalina Christensen. I'm super excited for you to dive in, and I'll see you there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh, Oh. leave the beat, Brittany. immediately jump in. You know what? So much of what you just shared it, like, I think back to all the over a hundred episodes now that we've had of sacred sister podcast and how much you can hear and witness the evolution. You can do the same thing on my YouTube channel as well. Cause I used to always edit out every little tiny pause. I was like, don't leave space. People will be disinterested which I love that you spoke to really speaks to your own kind of insecurity that's coming forward. I love that the podcast and podcasting has been such a divine teacher. I feel yes. like for both of us, Hannah, I feel like probably this is for anybody yes. willing to be a student to the project that you are committing yourself to. You learn so much about yourself. I've learned so much about myself and my own insecurities. Oh, same. And how I carry myself and how it's like, I actually really love the times that I've shown up to people that I've been so terrified to interview. And even sometimes I get jumbled in, in words and I'm like, what am I even trying to say here? Like it's in my head, but I can't find the words to get it out. And I'll just communicate that. Yeah, but it's like so 
that for me is a part of the vulnerability and sometimes why we can cast ourselves out of or put us ourselves outside of the box of like, oh, I, I can't do that or I shouldn't do that because I'm not a professional interviewer or whatever. It's right. like, just let some of those moments, those vulnerable moments of like, when I'm like fucking frazzled Gemini sun, like don't know which ways up from down, <laughs> be some of the most powerful learning moments for myself. But then it also, I feel like just shares with the audience, like, yeah, none of us know what the fuck we're doing. We're just showing up because it's fun. (laughs) I know it's so true. And like, there's such invitation for leadership there and to show up as a leader, because if you can, number one, take a breath and say what you need. And number two, be like, expressing to the person that's in front of you, whether you're showing up to teach in your programs or you're on a podcast or you're leading an interview. I'm feeling some edginess right now. Let them into your experience. That's authenticity. That's leading from truth. That's leadership. That doesn't make you weak. Perfection does not exist. That is just truth. And then when your people, your listeners, your students, the people watching you can see you own that, that opens up a whole world for them to just try. So beautiful. So beautiful. What came up for me is when you were saying about the IG life mm-hmm. and we're living in this world of social media where it's like, oh, everybody has a short attention span. Right. And you need to like make it like so like put all your message in like super tight this so that people can even receive it or people can even get it what do you say about that (laughs) right right (laughs) totally I love this question so much right clarity in your messaging is sacred it's important it's necessary having clarity in your messaging is very different from this short attention span world right even when even years ago when I was working in advertising it's like Okay, 30-second commercials became 15-second commercials, became six-second pre-roll YouTube videos. And now it's like, you know, Reels coaches saying like, okay, we've got two seconds to get them in. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm not subscribing to this because if my messaging is clear and my people are finding me because of that, right? Like, again, you cannot go around that. That has to be there. My brand documentaries and brand documentaries I create are like eight minutes long. They can be. What if we actually held people and asked them to stay longer? What if your messaging was so powerful and your authenticity was so loud that you didn't have to make your reel two seconds long? What if you could just show up and be yourself and stop buying into these ideas that we've got to follow these trends because guess what? That trend's going to change. People are going to get so sick of short content in like a year or two or like six months and be like, I want a longer form, right? Like that's a trend. People's attention spans are short because we're totally brainwashed by screens and media. So what if we actually consciously chose to opt out of that and fight against that and be present with our people and our message and make a fucking five minute long short film about your brand and screen it in a theater with your like clients like and sell tickets to it. What if we made art instead of content that was supposed to go viral? 
my gosh. You just spoke into so much for so many, I feel. I can't tell you how many marketing pieces I've been in and even people that I've invested in, coaches that are just like, you've got to catch them in the first blah, blah, blah. And I remember closing my laptop and turning to my husband and being like, I don't think I'm cut out for this. I don't want yeah. to, I don't want to, <laughs> to put myself in a box that says you have to show up this way because I would tell right. him because it would, it'd be a genuine state of confusion, right? Because this person's a professional and they know what's up. Otherwise they wouldn't be making as much money as they are totally. So I'd be telling him and be like, I don't want to contribute to this thing that's making people more addicted and more unconscious and more immediate gratification. Like what if I'm actually here to be the wave against that grain? That's like, no, actually, this is actually very damaging to your health and all these nervous system responses that you're unconsciously responding to those may be playing a role in the reason that you have to have your anxiety medication and you can't sleep at night and you unconsciously reach for your phone when you get uncomfortable. And, you know, it's like just a way deeper space of intentionality. That's like, actually, I want to bring more awareness to the reason why I don't want to do that. Yes, (laughs) yes, yes, absolutely. It's, it's kind of almost counterintuitive to think this way now, and I've, I found myself like planning content, like making carousels and like tips for better video, you know? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. Like, you know, one of the things that's in that there is like, you know, quick, get in, get out. Right. And then I find myself writing this because that's what I see people following and doing. And then my higher self is like, no, this, my whole body is like, this isn't the most important piece. It's like clarity in your messaging. Are you speaking to your people's power? Are you being clear in what's possible for them when they walk with you, when they enter the room with you, when they go through your programs? What transformation is on the other side of working with you? What's possible for them by sharing your story? What story can you tell that you can share with the world and then speak to the way you moved yourself through that lesson and how you're going to help people move through the same thing? That is the meat of it, the, the juice of it. And then, but trying to plug yourself into these boxes of like, I need to make this with this trending audio or this, you know, transition or whatever. Like I'm not shooting it down. It's amazing. Honestly, I don't have the patience to do it. So God bless you. But I, that's not what I'm here to do. So everybody else who's here to do that. Awesome. I'm here to do something else. And I think that it's really powerful to flip it on its head and be like, wait, why are we actually unable to focus for five seconds? That's I'm worried. <laughs> You're like, doesn't anyone want to talk about that? Maybe that's yeah. not good for us moving forward or our children. <laughs> totally. Like, again, back to the interviewing, like go slow, like be present with your experience and tell the story and that doesn't mean that you're going to lose clients. Like your people will find you. If you're speaking to them, they will find you. The question is, are you speaking to them? Are you sharing who you are? Are you, are you being authentic? Are you showing up consistently? Are you serving, right? It all comes back to being of service. I love this interview so, so much. <laughs> so much like deep medicine here and you're such a great prompter like all these different questions that you've been like just 
placing into our awareness. Like, <laughs> yes, these are such good prompts to feel into. <sighs> and now at the end of this episode, we also have a few prompts for you. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> we're actually, and then we're going to dive into, um, actually before that, we have our sacred questions. Those are the prompts that I was just mentioning. But before we're going to say that, what are some ways for people to get in contact with you? What do you have coming up? Yeah. Um, how do we, how can they feel deeper into your offerings? Mm, yeah. I mean, I am all up in the Instagram world. Um, I'm, I, my handle is I am Caroline Ilward and then get a helmet studio has her own brand and Instagram handle as well. So what's going on in January? I'm, I'm launching my podcast course again, spoken, which is, you know, very focused on helping you create and launch your podcast and really tap into the power of your voice. And in addition to that, I'll be launching my creative mastermind probably February, March. So that's going to be a space to really tap into your creativity and let it shine through your brand. We're going to do some remote creative direction and shooting. We're going to do um, business strategy. It's going to be a space to really dial up your inner artist in a, in a business mastermind. And then I have my core sessions, which are, they're, they're there for you. They're those two hour intensives. Um, and I have the creative visionary podcast as a space to plug in, um, and be inspired and get some support in all these different areas of being a creative entrepreneur. Um, and of course the get a helmet podcast, which haven't posted an episode of that since last July, it's become the creative visionary, but it's there. It is an archive of like, I don't even know a hundred and something episodes and lots of focus there on nervous system anxiety. That's a huge part of my story. Um, empowerment, embodiment, somatics, meditations. It's a whole other world where my career was really going down that path for a really long time. And then it was just kind of like, go back to story. And now all of this wellness spirituality just gets to integrate into the storytelling world, which it took me some time to land there. So like, if you're on your journey and you're like, I'm multi-passionate and I do so many things and I don't know how to put them all together. It's not going to make sense. Trust your process. It will land, keep following what feels good and keep innovating. You're creating something that's never, never been created before. So trust yourself. And I'm so glad that I did because we landed and we're still, we're still continuing. We're still landing and taking off again and landing again. But like now everything's making sense a little bit more, you know, and we try to rush that. We really do. Beautiful. You're so incredible. Thank you. The whole time, that whole time that you were talking, I was like, I want to, I want to praise her. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I'm just so just thinking right now about even even sharing with the audience. It's like, I want to just praise your work and I want everyone who's listening to this who feels a deep connection with this conversation to go and actually witness the productions that you've produced. I was just in the car with my girlfriend, Zoe, last night. It was her birthday yesterday on winter solstice. And I was telling her about this interview that we we're going to have today. Mm. And she was like, oh yeah, what are you all going to talk about? What's like the inspiration? And 
I was like, you know what? I'd rather you kind of see what she does. So I had her pull up the trailer or the shorter version of the brand doc of, that you created for Victoria Washington. And that's actually how I was initially turned on to your work. And I love that. It's like just witnessing the the way that you bring a story to life within the production, because we can hear the mastery that you've cultivated around helping people gain awareness and tell their story, but just really witnessing the artistry that, that breathes inside of the videos and the documentaries that you create for brands. Thank you. Honestly, it took my breath away. Mm, thank they you. All take, they all take my breath away. <laughs> thank you. Well, thank you for bringing them to the forefront of this conversation. Cause I just didn't even mention the brand documentaries when you asked me, how do we connect with you? <laughs> I I'm, that's so sweet to even envision you sharing with your friend, you know, sitting there and like, that's just like, we have to remember, like when we put our work into the world, like we're being, it, it it's domino affecting into the world. Like that thing you posted two weeks ago, somebody's reading it somewhere, you know, just trusting that. But the brand documentaries are my soul. They are my children. They are, they are everything. And I really feel more and more and more of them coming. And, you know, they are ways to put your brand on a stage and, and tell your story. And, oh my gosh, that process, like all of the dialogue and the voiceover that you hear in the brand documentaries is organic from a conversation that we've had in that specific teaser for, um, I think that you're speaking of the holy yes teaser that one, we created that entirely remotely. So there are a lot of opportunities to work with Get a Helmet Studio where we're making high-level video content from you, for you entirely remotely, sourcing content footage you already have, using high-level stock video, or I'm directing remotely and having someone shoot with you on set. The full brand doc is when we fly to you and we shoot for a day or two and it's the full shebang. It's a freaking amazing experience. But that one, we, we we made it entirely remotely, like incredible sound design, incredible editing, the story. I think all of the dialogue from that came from a conversation that Victoria and I had on Voxer. Like, I kid you not. Yeah, I took the Voxer audio. <laughs> yeah. So it's amazing because like a lot of people come to me and it's like the most humbling thing and say, you know, a brand documentary with you is on my vision board. And so these mini brand docs are ways to plug in when you don't feel necessarily potentially ready to invest like multiple five figures in like a high level video shoot for your brand. And then there's the people who are ready to sign on with us for an entire year and shoot once a quarter and just know you're going to have that high level content there for you, for your programs, for your offers, for the evolution of you and your brand, you know, to share that with your people. So thank you for bringing that up because there's so much going on. I often forget to even mention. <laughs> I love that BTS that you shared too. It's like, it gives me even more goosebumps and chills now knowing that it was created remotely because I watched that again last night, the like five or eight minute teaser to the 45 minute full holy yes, like documentary. And both of us were just like, oh, I just got chills. Oh, I just got goosebumps. It's like, you don't realize how much it can bring a conversation to life when you add reverb or when you put a freaking slow motion uh, mm. video of Victoria walking slowly into a place. <laughs> it's oh. Like oh, 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 yes. And listen, this is like <laughs> this team, this team blows my mind and they are all women female identifying or non-binary. And I am very, very, very adamant about creating more space for us, them on set and in these creative spaces. Cause I really had to fight to be the director 
you know, the first time that I was. And so that feels so important to me. And I want to, you know, eventually open up brand documentary conversation to all beings, of course, but it felt really, really important for me to do it for women and to bring that feminine forward and just everybody, like the first film I ever directed, it's a short film called In This Body about body image and self-love and every person on set, there are probably 40 of us, all women. And to show up on a set of all women that hang in lights, climb in ladders, rig in cameras. I was like, I am sobbing. This is the best. <laughs> it's the best. I love this so much because that's, that's really what is needed in order to shift it because the media that we, and the marketing is so based on the masculine energy, which is a short, quick result oriented, you know, all the stuff that we've been talking about and the feminine energy, which we all have inside of us, but as women are oftentimes more inclined to bring out the feminine is the more slow and the more like, let's go deep. Let's really go behind the scenes. Let's, yes. let's go to the core of it. This is so interesting because of our conversation about, you know, short content and quick content. And I'm like, is this just the patriarchy infiltrating something else? <laughs> like, because yeah, you're right. That slow, intentional present is, is the feminine. And I think that's a really beautiful thing to draw attention to. Thank you for that. It's, it's yeah. No wonder my soul is like, no. <laughs> <laughs> rebalancing. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay, cool. I, when Hannah, when you mentioned the sacred questions earlier, I was just like, no, I'm not ready yet. Ready now. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful. Oh my goodness. So Miss Caroline, you know, we just, so everyone knows too, those who are here with us at the end of the uh, interview, my <laughs> brain is all jumbled. It's like, ah, ah, what's going on? <laughs> uh, we're going to have all of Caroline's info in the description of this episode. And Caroline, can you also just verbalize your handle and your website for us? Yes. Yes. So I am Caroline Aylward. There's also the Get a Helmet Studio Instagram, and then my website is getahelmet.co. So if you're feeling resonance with this and you want to learn more in chat, like I am so open, slide into the DMs. Let's chit chat. Love a good voice note. That's how we connected. Uh, I'm I'm so here for it. Beautiful. Oh my goodness. And then these sacred questions that we offer each and every one of our featured guests are really um, more of a shorter format. So whatever it is that rises to the surface of your heart and wants to be shared and seen, we invite that to come forward. Are you ready for our sacred questions? I am ready. Beautiful. What does sacred mean to you? Mm. Sacred means otherworldly, beyond the earth plane. Beautiful. And it looks like babies are joining Hannah for this. So I'll ask you the second question. Um, What is a, who is a sacred sister to you? And what does it mean to have a sacred sister? Mm, I have so many sacred sisters in my life. I could literally sob my face off talking about it. I am so blessed to have that. My actual sister. 
um, my friend, Sarah, my friend, Claire, it like, I'm so deeply supported in that part of my life. I'm like, do not know what I would do without (laughs) the sacred sisterhood. It is, it is space to be who you are. It is space to heal. It is space to express and be completely held and supported and honored in your feminine fire and in your truth. And I'm so grateful for those spaces in my life. Oh my gosh. They're like the number one thing. (laughs) Thank you for sharing that. I feel like it really comes, comes forward that it's like our, our intimate partnerships, those people are here to fill a role and sisterhood and those close bonds with women are an entirely different sect of our inner world that wants to know connection. Yeah. Oh, I'm so blessed. (laughs) And Hannah, do you want to ask the third? Yes. I'm joined here with my baby now. No? Last question. No? Can I have one more? One more try? No, last question is, how do you make something normal or mundane into something magical and sacred? Mm. Presence. I would say presence. Yeah. I'm thinking normal mundane is, you know, going through the motions of your day and making your breakfast and your tea and brushing your teeth and breathe into your body, look into the mirror, look into your eyes, um, smell your coffee, you know, it's presence. It's being in the moment that is sacred because we're like, we've been talking about this, this whole conversation. It's we're so taken out of the moment. We're so like, get there faster, get there faster. It's like, what about being here right now? What if there was nothing left to do except to be? So I would say presence. Yeah. Deep beat, deep breath. <laughs> so many. <laughs> wow, Caroline, thank you so much. It's like mm. I I have been praising you throughout this and I will continue to sing your praises mm. well after this conversation is concluded. Just want to thank you so much. What a powerful embodiment. What a powerful mm. figure you are here mm. to the public to help them feel more deeply into themselves to acknowledge the, and revere what their story has held and the power that the story holds. Yes. Well said. Yeah. I truly believe that you are doing some of the most important work in this day and age. Thank you. It's such an honor. Like, thank you both so much for having me and for holding the space, for putting this work and art out into the world with this podcast. Like, all of the light that you're shining onto me, I'm shining right back to you. It's just an honor, truly. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And thank you to each and every one of the sacred beings who are here with us. Now at the end of the episode, Sacred Sister Podcast would not be what it is without your beautiful ears of listenership, your shares that reach the corners of the globe. We have no idea maybe you do after listening to this episode, especially, but just how potent and impactful a simple share with someone can be. 
Caroline, we want to thank you so much for joining us here on Sacred Sister Podcast. We hope that you have such a beautiful rest of your day and same thing to each and every one of the sacred beings here listening with us at the end of the episode. Have a wonderful day and we so look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Bye. That was Jacko. (laughs) No. In case anyone wonders who's a baby. Mm, Thank you so much for listening to this episode, beloved. If you found the ideas, concept, message, and mission to be in alignment with what you want to see and hear rippling throughout the collective, for heaven's sake, we invite you to be a part of that ripple creation and share it with your sacred sisters, brothers, and beings alike. You have no idea the impact a simple share can make in someone's day, in their life, in their growth. Another way to share your support is by leaving us a rating or review on the app you're tuning into this from. If your Instagram feed is in need of more uplifting, conscious, spiritual content, follow us at Sacred Sister Podcast. So with that being said, we hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. And we'll see you in the next episode. Namaste, beloved. Bye.